0: Welcome to Healthy Choices with your host, Ray Solano from Austin, Texas. We're ready for your calls right now. Call in toll-free at 877-956-9566. Now, here's your host, Ray Solano.
1: And we're glad you're with us on Healthy Choices XM as we bring you another radio program on important health topics that could impact your life. I'm your moderator for the program today, Kenny Rallmeyer, Your host, Ray Solano, pharmacist and clinical nutritionist. Coming up in just a moment. Also, our special guest today, Dr. Lane Sebring, an integrative physician from just outside of Austin in Wimberley, Texas. And our topic today is ketogenic diets. We're going to tell you all about that today. Here's our phone number. We know you're going to want to join us. eight seven seven 956 9566 877-956-9566. If you have a question or a comment as we go through our program today, our website, if you like more information about the topic today or about our program, it's healthychoicesxm.com. And now let's go to your host, Ray Solano, pharmacist and clinical nutritionist right here in Austin, Ray. Why so important that our listeners find out about the ketogenic diet today?
2: Well, we're seeing a lot of published literature talking about ketogenic diets to treat certain disease states. We've seen that it first started being used as a clinical practice in 1921 to using for treat epileptic children. And we've seen also being published recently that it's helpful for early stages of Alzheimer's and dementia. And it is also, it, it, we found, to be very helpful for people that are suffering from type 2 diabetes. So we wanted to have a clinical discussion and uh, disprove some of the myths and some of the dangers of ketogenic diet. Because some people think that it is harmful. But this is not something that's harmful. It's really mimics the body's normal association with going through starvations and worked periods of limited food. And that's something that's very common with, uh, as Dr. Sebring is going to go into more detail, as hunters and gatherers, is what we had, uh, our ancestors didn't have a refrigerator that they can go to every 30, 40 minutes. So this is starvation. It makes the brain actually work better and survives on these ketones. And we're going to go into a little bit more detail on that. We want people to understand that there's, this is, it can be safe and, this is can be managed to help a number of disease states. And, you know, Dr. Sebring has found this to be very important because this is the other answer or the other part of the paleo diet. And if you listen to our other broadcasts and go to our website, healthychoicesxm.com, com, to listen to some of the past Brad broadcasts. And also Dr. Sebring did an excellent piece on the paleo diet. So he feels that this is another piece that we can – make people that they can see the immediate effects. And we see it also in the literature, this is published in the Mercury News just last week, that Silicon Valley entrepreneurs are using fasting and some of these smart drugs to get that extra edge in their creativity. And, and one, there's one company, Nootropic, doesn't eat on Tuesdays. Could you imagine that, Kenny? That on, on in your radio station, maybe they just have a whole day of fasting. I don't think that lasts.
1: And, and so you're saying then that this ketogenic diet, along with the paleo diet, see, I want to make sure our listeners understand, they might remember Dr. Sebring has been with us before and, and talked about the benefits of the paleo diet. So now, is this diet to replace the Paleo diet? Is it complementary to the Paleo diet? Uh, okay, sounds like Dr. Sebring saying yes to that. Let's bring in Dr. Wayne yes. Sebring, who's an integrative physician just outside of Austin. Here, I guess, Doctor, I'm just wanting to make sure our listeners understand all the diets that they continue to hear about. Right? There's this kind of diet, this kind of diet. What distinguishes the Paleo diet, uh, the ketogenic diet? such that you all felt is important to talk about those and to make sure our listeners are aware of the paleo and the ketogenic diet. Why are they better than so many other diets that so many people have heard about?
3: Well, this is a very complicated topic, but I'm going to make it as simple as possible. Okay. I think we can make it very simple, actually. Okay. It's based on the fact that if you study our ancestors and the the current hunter-gatherers that are out there, you find that these people, these people still living in the woods – They've never become what we would call civilized. They've never grown their own crops. That seems to be the dividing line when we started growing our own foods. Okay, so for all this 2.7 million years, we lived as hunter-gatherers, and those were the foods that we ate, what we gathered and what we hunted and killed. Apparently, the vast majority of it is is what the animals uh, provided us, about 70% of a hunter-gatherer's diet is animal and about 30% vegetables, nuts, fruits, and berries. Um, so th- that's the paleo diet. Lots of vegetables, but a lot more meat. Than, for us, that would be chicken, beef, uh, fish, turkey, et cetera,
1: even okay. pork. So that's the paleo that's diet. That's the
3: paleo diet. And so the paleo diet, when people would switch to that, uh, what they would find is that the, that the problems that we inherited when we became uh, – agriculturalists, we start growing our own foods. When we added in new foods that we never ate before, we added in grains and beans and potatoes and dairy after three years old. We're designed for dairy but it's human dairy we're designed for and not after three years old. Our physiology changes. So dairy is bad for adults, grains are bad for everybody, beans are bad for everybody and potatoes are not human food. The grains, beans and potatoes have to be cooked uh, or if you don't if I'm wrong they'll kill you. So that's not really food. The vegetables, fruits, nuts and berries are. And the animal is. So that's that's the paleo diet. Now the problem with paleo is that it didn't quite get us as far as we wanted it to.
1: In terms of what? What do you mean in as terms In terms of
3: getting rid of uh, the diseases that we inherited when we we began creating for ourselves. So I will tell you that virtually every disease you can name, except for say heavy metal and some things we've created in modern times, uh, are a result of changing that diet. You can know that because you study hunter gatherers; they don't have chronic diseases. Neither do wild animals on pristine parts of the planet. Chronic disease is is a an anomaly that human beings have created for themselves by not living according to their genetics you can't feed lettuce to a tiger and expect it to be healthy so we've been eating these foods now we know this this is well established amongst nutritionists and integrative doctors like myself and 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 amongst anthropologists that have looked at this so the problem was we didn't quite get rid of everything like we thought we would, uh, there was some fatigue going on. There was you, people was still had some trouble, maybe some insulin problems. Uh, the depression was still hanging around a little bit, et cetera. Our so
1: even following the paleo diet, you still had some of these issues you just mentioned.
3: Exactly. And you know, I'm a huge fan of that diet.
1: Right. So the, so the ketogenic diet then kind of shoots that gap. Is that what you're telling us?
3: Well, when you study hunter-gatherers, they are in ketosis, meaning they are burning fat for energy, about 70% of every day. So they very quickly go back between burning carbohydrates and burning fat for energy. We don't do that. We have a hard time switching over to fat. In fact, you almost have to be sick to get there, or starving, or eating huge amounts of fat for about five or six days to start burning fat. <clears throat> so now, what we're finding when people start, when they do that, however, that these, diet, these, these problems that we've caused from our diet, all our chronic diseases start going away. I mean virtually everything between ketogenic diet and paleo, um, the, you've pretty well addressed everything there is. We'll, we'll talk about those specific diseases and I'll give you examples of people and, and I think this will begin to make more sense.
1: Very good. This is Healthy Choices XM. We invite your phone calls at 877-956-9566, 877-956-9566 if you have a question or a comment about anything we're talking about here today. So, Ray, I'm beginning to understand how the ketogenic diet fits in with some of the other diets that we talked about on the program, specifically the paleo Anything else that our listeners need to know about well, the ketogenic before the doctor goes in and, and breaks this down a little more for us?
2: Well, I think one, one quick question is what we have is some of the people feel that some of the dangers of ketogenic diets is they associate it with people eating a tremendous amount of protein or protein shakes, specifically for fast weight loss, and they become very, very stressful on their kidneys causing a lot of fatigue and this is where some of the misunderstandings of ketogenic diet is unhealthy and there's still some there in the medical literature people are very very adamant that ketogenic diet is 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 is, is any is beneficial at all so before we get into that maybe dr. Seabry you can go into some of that that myth that it is damaging to the kidneys and it is can be damaging to uh, your overall body
3: well you know it's hard to get rid of old ideas and where we first really got uh, exposed as as uh, doctors about ketosis and even the osis means abnormal condition of. We named it ketosis, yeah. means burning ketones. And so um, we first got introduced to that in medical school and years ago. Um, as a result of diabetics going into what we call diabetic ketoacidosis, that is a very sick state. That that's that's from a person not having any insulin, and that's very different from what we're talking about. We're I'm talking about something as beautiful as everybody remembers the time when they got their second wind when they're playing a sport and all of a sudden they had more energy and their brain was clicking. That was when they went from a sugar-burning metabolism to a fat-burning metabolism because they would already used up most of their sugar. And all of a sudden, energy's not even in question. It's just there on top. You know, was, uh, You know, if you've been there, it's like you. When you were a kid, you were doing that. I said, hey, get out of Ray's way. He's got his second wind, you know. And, and so that's when human brain and its body starts working at its optimum. And I'll repeat that Hunter-gatherers, which is exactly us, but only living in the, the lifestyle that we're just designed for, uh, they are in ketosis in that condition of burning fat for energy 70% of every day. So there is, there is no way so that you can think that ketosis is bad when you look at it from this direction. When you look at it from the fact you got exposed to it, from a, diabe- a diabetic that has no insulin, and he's forced to very quickly burn as much fat as he can, and a and a body full of sugar that he can't get into the cells because he has no insulin. That's a disease state. This person is very very sick, and we measure those ketones as a measurement of how sick they are. That's part of it. Besides their blood sugar and potassium, those things. But that so we automatically associate ketones as with diabetic ketoacidosis, but anybody that's ever gone on the Atkins diet, and I will tell you that probably helped more people than almost any diet that came before it, uh, those people have a little, they use a little dipsticks that they check their urine to see if they're burning ketones and they go, oh, good, I'm in ketosis. And those people feel great. They feel terrific. I have patients that have been in ketosis for four years and those people are an amazing health everything is normalized. Their blood sugar is perfect. Their cholesterol is perfect. Um, their energy is amazing. Inflammation is suppressed uh, dramatically. Their arthritis goes away. People with fibromyalgia wake up after two or three weeks and they have it no more. And so it's uh, we have these post-traumatic stress, people with post-traumatic stress uh, disorder um, after a couple of weeks coming out of the bedroom, playing with their kids again, and their wives are rejoicing. Oh, my gosh, I've got my husband back. He's going back to work. He's 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 like he used to be. He's a family member. He's joined us again. He feels terrific. His mind is fine, and he has no depression whatsoever. Now, this may sound just too good to be true, but that's how strong we are supposed to be. Now, also, you
2: mentioned that there have been some training with some Navy SEALs, yes, on a program is is well the, for ketosis to get that extra edge.
3: Maybe you can go through that as well, right? But what evolved was these guys were underwater and they were using these oxygen rebreathers because it's an apparatus that is much more compact and they, they and really improves their mobility. But it's breathing 100 percent oxygen and ser- and often at several atmosphere, atmospheres of pressure. So uh, because they're deep, so they have to have. Um, a lot they get a lot of oxygen and too much oxygen to the brain can cause a seizure well it's been known for a long time that a really high fat diet like 80 percent of your calories from fat will will suppress and stop seizures even in children who have you know chronic seizures we never s- suggest that but so they what they did was uh, they gave these navy seals a high fat diet well that worked and then they then they started moving towards ketones and they would give them a drink of ketones along with it. And they're coming up from down below in the ocean and going, hey, this is something different. This is different. My mind works great. Uh, I feel terrific. I've got incredible energy. I'm focused, etc." And so what they were doing was getting that experience from drinking those ketones. So then there became a market out there and uh, getting, getting ketones
1: um, to drink. Well, maybe I should have asked this question before we got started. As we're talking about the ketogenic diet, then what are ketones? Well, ketones are
3: one of the products that's produced when we start burning our own fat. And so that that actually is the brain's prefer, preferred source of energy, and it is the heart's preferred source of energy. Now, the brain can't live off 100% ketones. It needs about 20% uh, glucose. But it loves ketones. And if anybody, I I challenge them to drink one of these drinks that have has the ketones in it, and not feel just amazing. You feel you're relaxed, your energy's up, your focus is good, uh, etc. Uh, here's another that you get a point that I think will help to drive this point home. It takes 28 percent less in, uh, oxygen to get the exact same energy out of ketones as it does uh, sugars and protein. So what does that do for your endurance? It's amazing. People that are short of breath no longer are. And so uh, – and and people that – here's an athlete that uh, could he, – he trained on his bike. He could go at 125 beats per minute for about two and a half hours. This is a professional athlete. He knows exactly what he can do and what he can't do. So he went to a very high-fat diet um, and trained on fat, producing the ketones too, and – he immediately went from two and a half hours of workout to five and a half hours of workout. Wow. Your powerlifters are also maintaining their muscle and they're stronger. When you're burning fat, you don't rob your muscles of the uh, uh, you don't rob your muscles for the protein to turn it into sugar. So you don't lose muscle even if you haven't worked out for two weeks. It's really pretty impressive. This is—that's what I'm saying. This is this is the next big thing, and it takes people. It fills in where the paleo diet didn't, and it fills it in even better, acquiring health beyond what you would ex- were looking for or hoping for. You know, one of the things as a compounding pharmacist
2: and clinical pharmacist, we make uh, hydroxybutyrate uh, as a uh, suppositories or enemas for children and for also for adults that are having problems with the lower intestinal diseases. right? And we found this to be very, very effective. And again, these ketones, there's only three of them, hydroxybutyrate, to get a little technical, it's a ketone right. minimum. It'd be very effective for writing the tissues in both the lower intestine, the colon, and also uh, it, it reversing some of these chronic diseases. So we, we've done this for years So this dispelling that ketones are bad, they actually can be very therapeutic.
1: 877-956-9566 if you'd like to give us a call today. and, And if you have any questions or comments about what we're talking about today, our primary topic is the ketogenic diet. Ray, I'm guessing a lot of our listeners are interested in knowing then, well, what makes up the ketogenic diet and how can I get more of these ketones into my system?
2: Well, we, we, we talked about some, we give people some simple choices. Some The first thing in the morning, people tend to eat carbohydrates, and they have their cereal, and everybody's listening here, and I go, yeah, I've had my Cheerios, and I go, Kenny's given up his Cheerios a long time ago. That's right.
1: But, <laughs> you all have uh, made a believer out of me.
2: But it's important that the body uses fats and proteins first thing in the morning. Make it very simple, and your carbohydrates are in the evening. Now, I know that, we, we mentioned that people if they start out with just coffee in the morning, many people put cream or they can be, best use butyrate or butter, right dr Sievering, right, Sebring? right. As, as a start so give us a, some tips of people that uh, some the ways that they can go toward more of a ketone burning uh, metabolism or start to put those fats in there that these people can be
3: tangible What's a good starting point well this this is going to sound very foreign. Uh, but again, uh, you know if our our seasoned listeners are going to know that fats aren 't bad for us, they know that, uh, but th- most people don 't know that as they
2: open up the bacon and start eating it as <laughs>
3: please do, but get it without the nitrites and all that Nitrite, other stuff not so much salt but the uh, but there 's nothing wrong with a good, healthy animal. Uh, they were doing fine with that body, and you can do just as well as they were so um my theory is if you ate the whole body, you wouldn't – have. you ate everything, you wouldn't have to eat your vegetables. So, uh, but well, I, I, I
1: want to come back to the butter in the coffee. Yeah, now, yeah, guys. Okay. You've thrown everybody for a loop there. They're thinking, yeah, a little bit of sugar in the coffee, a little bit of cream or whatever. Now you're telling me a lump of butter in my coffee? Uh, or two.
3: Yeah, it's uh, – and, and we're talking about a tablespoon of, of butter or even two tablespoons of butter or a tablespoon of butter and a tablespoon of coconut oil. Which gives you, uh, which will, the body can you get turned into ketones very quickly. It also smooths out the caffeine magnificently. The best way to do it too is just put it in a blender real quick, and it turns it into it looks like cream at that
1: point. Okay, so that's a that's a little bit of a drink to get started. Then is there so you want to go ahead and eat something with that, or you can get well, by okay with the coffee and the butter to start your day.
3: You can. Uh, it's amazing how well the, how long that lasts uh, lasts you. The ketones are quite impressive. They, they also suppress your desire for carbohydrates. So when you're eating all these fats and the protein, then your desire for carbohydrates go way down and, and you can have your breakfast and I'll have uh, three or four eggs for breakfast, which again is fat and protein and uh, virtually no carbs. And um, I don't have to eat till two or three o'clock in the afternoon at that point. Hunter gatherers, for example, most groups that we have studied, we have data on two hundred and twenty nine uh, groups, and th- most of them only eat once a day, a few of them eat twice a day, and it kind of depends on what they eat so we're we're used to n- not being able so people talk about fasting and um and so you know we hunter gatherers really had little or no trouble with starvation. There's very little evidence to support that. they were magnificent at supplying themselves with food so they could choose whatever they wanted, and they chose to be in ketosis about 70% of their day. That's what worked the best for them.
1: And, Ray, there's some merit to this discussion about triggers in food, right? I know you have some articles in the news here in the last week or so about diet sodas and some of the ingredients in diet sodas can actually – uh, kind of be a trigger for uh, for you craving other kinds of, of sweet foods. Is that right? Am I remembering well, that right? That's
2: right. The artificial sweeteners, especially aspartame, they actually make you crave more sugar. And the body, so they don't know how to shut it down. So this is the reason why the these diet drinks make it worse. So people are replacing the fat and thinking it's uh, something as a replacement. So I'm
1: just trying to tie that back to, doctor, you said ketones inhibit your desire for carbohydrates. Is that what I heard? So triggers can work the other way too.
3: Right. Uh, Well, you're healthier eating more fat than you are carbs. I mean, that's heresy for most people listening to this, but I'll take them on any day. Let's go because I'm going to win. And then when it gets down to proof in the pudding and you give the people a choice, they they experience what the uh, ketogenic diet gives them. People don't go back. You know, I'll give you a, that's
1: So that's a lot to say, because a lot of people have probably tried a lot of diets. We've all seen the, the, the fad diets that come and go. Right. 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 You're saying people get on this ketogenic diet and they stay with it. They like it. And that's the diet that works for them. Right.
3: And for those people, exactly. And for those people who have been eating paleo and or struggling with that, some are, some are not. Then what they need to do is be uh, move more towards a paleo um,
1: slash ketogenic diet. slash
3: ketogenic diet, right? And, and we we do know that when people start this as the
2: first thing in the morning, when they they have their fats in the morning, they are not hungry, right? They're satisfied. They don't exactly. go for their carbohydrates, and they don't go for that piece of cake with their with their coffee in the first thing in the morning because that sets up. <laughs> that the cascade of sugar. Well,
1: Ray, I know there's some other things you want to talk about in the second part of our program today, but certainly want to make sure our listeners understand when we come back, you're going to kind of help break down the benefits of the paleo diet and some things you could eat from that diet, and likewise, some things you could eat from the ketogenic diet and how to maybe combine those two, right?
2: Exactly. We're going to give you some tips so you can leave with today's show of some things that you can start tomorrow with a ketogenic diet and be able to get those health benefits.
1: Okay, just again to, to recap here, your host is Ray Solano, clinical nutritionist and pharmacist here in Austin, Texas. Dr. Lane Sebring is here as well. He's an integrative physician from Wimberley, Texas, just outside of Austin. I'm your host, Kenny Rommeyer, your moderator, Kenny Romeyer, and we're talking about the ketogenic diet. Our phone number 877-956-9566. 877-956-9566. Our website, HealthyChoicesXM.com. Plenty of time for you to join us. Give us a call. We're right back in just a moment.
0: Let's talk about your healthy choices. We have room for you right now. Toll free at 877-956-9566.
1: And welcome back to Healthy Choices XM. Your host in studio today is pharmacist and clinical nutritionist Ray Solano. Our special guest today in studio, Dr. Lane Sebring, an integrative physician, from just outside of Austin here in Wimberley, Texas, I'm your moderator, Kenny Romeyer. We are talking about the ketogenic diet today, and we hope you'll join us at 877-956-9566. Our website, HealthyChoicesXM.com, 877-956-9566. Ray, we want to get to the phones here in just a moment, briefly recap. Now we talked about the ketogenic diet and and what it is. We're going to talk in more specifics now about how our listeners can incorporate a ketogenic diet into uh, into their diet and their lifestyle. Right?
2: That, that's exactly right. We found that this is this is a very important diet because it's therapeutically effect is very beneficial for the brain. It's very uh, beneficial to reverse many chronic diseases. And what I find is, is, is simple food choices can make a big difference in putting people in this uh, ketosis diet. And we're going to go through those food choices, and we want to take our, our, our caller first. Let's see if we can answer
1: a call from... Let's do that. John is up first here on Healthy Choices XM. Hello, John.
4: Hi, how are you?
1: We're great, thank you. Please go ahead.
4: Okay. Uh, it's just a question with regards to... The ketogenic diet. I mean, are we? Is it still tied into uh, eating animal products?
3: You know, that's a good question. That we're there's a, some diet books now that are coming out. It's not a requirement that you eat animal products. It's going to be more difficult uh, to do because you know that's what we're genetically designed to eat. And
4: but aren't we, uh, are we engineered? Are we engineered to eat as human beings uh, raw? Food. I mean, I don't think that's a, that's, a, that's a misnomer, but
3: well, uh, uh, raw meat is actually better for you if it's clean. So you're right about that. But the, the, the grains and beans and the potatoes, you're not, you can't eat those raw. You eat enough of those raw, they'll kill you. No, 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 not but, raw.
4: But I'm <clears> just saying there's raw vegetables, uh, fermented food. Uh, but I'm just saying, because now I'm looking at other doctors uh, that I followed in, and and it really worked for me and my family and my extended family. Uh, it's been put together uh, with, with uh, Dr. Michael Greger, and I think a lot of people would benefit. And with all due respect to Dr. Lane Sebring, but, uh, I mean, I think we cut the uh, animal consumption in our home by literally almost 98%. When I say 98%, yeah. maybe fish has been sort of incorporated. but which Please do. It's an incredible benefit. And we right. will replaced it with beans and rice and grains and Mediterranean, but and refined oils, the vegetable oils, all the omega-6s. We're getting them from other healthy sources. Um, but I'm just trying to think. I'm trying to figure out because the paleo diet uh, wreaked havoc on us. And uh, I know that, you know, the body going ketosis and starving during the day is a good thing. But uh, have you looked into the Dr. Esselstyn and, and Dr. Ornish and especially Dr. Michael Greger? I think Dr. Yeah. Dr. Greger, Dr. McDougall really hit the, the nail on the head. It's the, yeah, the I would be happy to,
3: to debate Dr. McDougall any day. Um, this is What I'm basing this off of is the genetics that you and I are designed to have. I've been practicing yes. my practice, I've been uh, uh, pushing the paleo diet in my practice for over 20 years and it's been uh, incredible. Um, and I, my patients who are vegetarian, those that live on rice and beans, uh, they hit the wall at a certain age and, uh, end up with trouble with, trouble with diabetes and obesity. Those people tend to gain weight, um, almost immediately, uh, to the tune of 30 to 40 pounds one year and about 40 to 50 years of age. The, what you're talking about is a diet, for example, vegetarian diet is a risk factor for breast cancer and several other problems, yeast overgrowth, etc. I'm, I'm, it's interesting, be, if we had more time we could talk about why you had trouble with paleo, but um, it does take some some training because we haven't been eating that way, but that's exactly what uh, what we're designed to eat. You can prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that humans are more carnivorous. We're designed to be more carnivorous than the, roo- than the wolf and that we, our bones can prove that because you look at radioactive isotope ratios and to tell whether an animal is an herbivore or carnivore. And every time that's been checked, when the bones are more than 10,000-year-old, that we are more carnivorous than the wolf. So um, I, I appreciate your question But I would really encourage you to look at paleo again and take another stab at that with somebody who can help you through it, that that will not uh, lead you into chronic diseases. You have to, if you're going to talk about this diet, you have to be able, your diet that you're talking about, you have to be able to justify it in the face of the fact that that's what everybody's been doing uh, and it's not working.
1: You know, Ray, I think it's important to emphasize as we thank John again for his call that on this program we do encourage our listeners to give us a call, tell us what's worked for you, and tell us what hasn't worked for you, and our experts are going to want to get into that discussion with you and and, and have that exchange of ideas, right, Ray? That's what this show's all about.
2: That's exactly right, and we want to know why it was not working for them. I think you asked the, that question so we can have John you know, to be able to break it down as to what was the – when they said paleo diet, what were they consuming, the qualities of what they were consuming, right. so that they they have to sometimes get healthy enough or get rid of some of the baggage beforehand so they can be able to digest some of these foods.
1: So we welcome all the viewpoints from our listeners out Absolutely. there. 877-956-9566. In fact, let's go on to Dallas, Texas. And Mike is calling in from the Big D. Hello, Mike. You're on Healthy Choices XM.
0: Awesome. Thank you, guys. It's been a great show so far. Appreciate it, Ray, Lance. Yeah, I kind of had a, a similar question to John. Now, um, I've been a vegan for nine years, um, and when I say vegan, I'm very smart. So I'm, uh, I'm gluten-free, I'm dairy-free, I'm soy-free, so I don't believe in the the estrogenic myth of veganism. Um, but I've also incorporated sort of a vegan, paleo, ketogenic principle into my diet that revolves wow. around having plenty of, let's say, coconut oil and avocados and hemp seed oil, oil, things like that. Now, is that, I know I just heard him say that that's not a long-term solution. Um, is there anything that I could add in from the animal kingdom, if I wanted to compromise a little bit, that would be like the game changer? So like if I wanted to compromise some, um, but, but still be man, mainly plant-based, what, what would that one thing be?
3: It's a good question. Well, if I had my druthers, I'd probably pick fish, just like this fellow did. Okay. If you're not wi- if you're not willing to do that, then maybe egg. If you don't want to do that, then uh, whey protein uh, okay. would be something. I've had a lot of uh, vegans that or in vegetarians that uh, I work with, and so they start adding in more and more whey protein. There's some uh, there's some others. The, uh, the what is it? The hemp and pea combination protein is also another very balanced uh, protein that would work really well for you. Um I appreciate your uh yeah you used to do Sound Smart. I like what you're doing. It, why are you why are you a vegan?
0: Well, I I went uh about 17 years ago actually. I had type 2 diabetes from eating
1: oh. oh, we lost him. Well, something happened there, Ray. Sorry about that. It looks like the call just dropped out on us. So uh we had a good uh, a good listener there. Really uh seemed well-versed in a lot of the things that we're <clears throat> talking about here, uh, Dr. Sebring and and Ray. What did you hear? What was he saying that you were thinking in the back of your mind? Gee, if a lot of our listeners could get on this guy's wavelength, uh, they might well, be better I, off. I,
2: I think he was he We're trying to adapt to a healthier diet or a different diet for his type 2 diabetes or pre-diabetes. And, and many times people default to a, ve- a vegan diet because that's that has been told that that fixes everything. And so what we want, we want people to realize, it may be a short-term fix possibly right. for some people, but maybe not a long-term fix. Right. And this is what we're, I think, even with our other listener, John, is looking at the, as like you said, a long-term solution.
3: Well, I think anytime somebody starts to adhere to a specific diet, they start cleaning it up. But I would say the, the shortest life expectancy on the planet is southern India, where they're all uh, vegetarian. In northern India, they're not, and they live considerably longer. But what I wanted to say about this guy was that he really seemed to understand what his body needed. And he had, he had his own standard of what he was willing to choose from, but he was – looks like he was making it work. And his question to me about what would I throw in if it was one thing was, was brilliant.
1: And so as we go along, we're going to make sure that we touch on how do we combine the paleo diet, some of the good things from the paleo diet, and how do we work in the ketogenic diet. Let's get back to the phone lines here as uh, you can uh, give us a call. Let's go to Pamela, who is up next, uh, calling in from California today on Healthy Choices XM. Hello, Pamela.
5: Hi, how are you?
1: We're doing great. Good. Good to hear from you.
5: Yes, I was doing the ketogenic diet, me and my husband. But then, if you eat something, do you do it throw you out of ketogenic? You know what I'm saying?
3: Right, it will. You have to be careful, but that's that's okay. If you've been in ketosis for a while, like two to three weeks, then uh, you. Well, if you do it that long, then what happens is you become more keto-adapted. We've we're so used to this carbohydrate metabolism that our body doesn't doesn't want to go into the ketosis very easily. And so you once you've been and you can try it yourself, you can experiment and see how long it takes you to to become keto-adapted, meaning you can go back and forth. Now you can't overdo a bunch of carbs because that'll it'll go back into its old ways again pretty quick and and but if you you should be able to once you get become keto adapted that you're able to go back and forth between a uh carbohydrate metabolism and a uh ketogenic or a fat burning metabolism, how okay, are you feeling
5: mention on the radio that you for the ketogenic you do five days of fat before you start burning
3: well it's it, not necessary- you'll start burning it but you have before you become uh really into the ketosis, full-blown ketosis, it usually takes about four to five days for most people and even longer to become keto-adapted, meaning you've, you, you've achieved the level where you can go back and forth between the carbohydrate and the ketogenic diet very quickly. You, uh, you probably heard earlier that I said that hunter-gatherers are in ketosis about 70% of every day, which yeah. is 30%. They're, they're burning uh, sugars and, and maybe a little protein. How yeah. do you feel? How do you feel when you're in ketosis? Can you tell?
5: I feel great. I feel really great because then it made me question my own stuff before I knew about ketosis. And I thought they always said that if you do fat, that um, it makes you fat. But I was losing weight. I had energy right. and it was due to dental thing. I had to eat soft. So I was doing a lot of avocados, you know, that thing and doing cashew nuts, squeezing them and, you know, that a lot of fat, that coconut oil. So I kind of accidentally did it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, good for you.
1: Congratulations. Whatever works, right? That's
5: right. but I just like, okay, I'm going to try it again. <laughs> so that's why I was like, I mean, my husband listening to this. Like, stop, let's listen, because he want to start tomorrow. So we're going to start next week. So I was like, do we have to do fat five days or, you know?
3: Well, you, you the more you move into that, uh, you can go slowly if you like, just adding in more and more fat as, as uh, each day goes on. And uh and cutting out more and more carbs. Typically what, what it takes is about seventy percent of your calories from fat, about uh seventy, seventy five from fat, about twenty to twenty five from protein and about five percent carbohydrate.
5: Okay. Now look, should I worry Because when we did it where I ended up going to the doctor, my cholesterol was three hundred, but we both knew we were doing fat, so I didn't get the medicine well, you- or anything, you know.
3: Right, but what you'll find is uh, as you continue with that that that'll fall uh that will fall precipitously to the point to where your cholesterol is lower than it was before you started eating the fats mm-hmm. so it'll actually lower so in other words, a ketogenic diet will lower your fat your 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 cholesterol
5: oh okay okay
3: yeah. So, it, yeah, it's the best of everything.
2: You know, I think that's one of the misnomers people misunderstand is they believe that they intake fats, they're going to intake cholesterol, and their number is going to go up. But only 15% of your cholesterol is absorbed from your dietary fat. So thank you very much for your call, Pamela. Pamela, good yes, to hear from you. Great.
1: And there's plenty of time for you to join us, 877-956-9566, 877 877-956- 956 9566. Well, guys, let's use Pamela's husband as as kind of uh, our our profile or our model here because she said, okay, he's going to start tomorrow. Right. So, Dr. Sebring, Ray Solano, some of our listeners say, okay, I'm with Pamela's husband. I'm going to start tomorrow. How about some tips? Breakfast, lunch, and dinner with that combined paleo and ketogenic diet, let's let's take a few of the of the tips here. You mentioned coffee and butter as as one way to uh, to start with your breakfast. What else right. for breakfast?
3: And, and and they can also put a coconut oil in that. Okay, in the coffee, in the coffee, and so you could have uh, uh, you said free some eggs, range, maybe free range chicken eggs. Put avocado on that. Have about four, five, six strips of bacon.
1: Uh, and uh, and N- nitrate and free bacon. Nitrate, nitrate free, free bacon, bacon. You bet. Okay. Right. What? What else? Anything? Any other ideas for for well, breakfast? You, uh, you can have
3: macadamia nuts or cashews. Those okay. those that are fat. Cashews aren't strictly paleo, but they're they're not too bad. So, so,
2: so nuts is a good. Is you know we look at for things that are easy for people to do because right. they don't have very much time. Right. And nuts are always a good source of uh, of balanced uh, uh, fats. That people can easily grab on right. the go, and sometimes you, when you can have eggs or, or or proteins or some protein source you have from the night before, leftover. Right. So it's Easy. not it's not it's not just for dinner. Right. You can have steak or leftovers for for breakfast as well. Okay. And right. then
1: how about for our listeners then, when everybody else goes out to lunch? On on Monday, and and our listeners are going to say, "No, I listened to uh, a program over the weekend, and I've <laughs> brought my own things from from home for lunch." What, what what about a a ketogenic paleo kind of lunch, Doctor?
3: Well, I I'll tell you what I I sat across from a fellow who's been in ketosis for four years, and what he had for lunch is he ordered a uh, double meat hamburger or triple meat hamburger without the bun. It had uh, a tomato on it. it, had pickles and onions. And uh, he ordered a, a large green salad. It was just the greens, and then he had two little, you know, the little stainless steel cups with your condiments in it. And one was full of uh, olive oil, and the other one mayonnaise. And that's what he put on for his uh, on his salad. And he ate all of it. And this guy was he was also is uh, really a nice guy because he had developed a. a uh, a wine, a way of processing wines that didn't bring you out of ketosis. You could drink pretty much all you want. So he was pretty much the hit. Of okay. Everybody
2: yeah. Well, I think so. Uh, now we're getting, now you're
1: talking. But so what I heard there was was some meat. You right. said a, a triple burger without the bun. Right. And some of the uh, some of the toppings and, and so forth, mm-hmm. and, a, and a green salad. Green salad. Right. With Mi- some, mixed with greens, some mayonnaise.
2: Not, not really uh, iceberg mm-hmm. lettuce, yeah. but mixed greens. Avocado. Avocado.
1: Again. Okay. Uh-huh. All right, so there's there's an idea for lunch. How about for dinner then? How about for your last meal of the day?
3: Well, for the last meal, you could have you could have a um, again. You could have another salad, which I always think greens are really key for, and it helps you become a little more alkaline as well. And so you would uh, again, you could have another salad. You could have I'm I'm uh, going to also point people to some of the ketogenic cookbooks that are out there. Okay. Now. But the uh, you could have again a meat you could have chicken you could have a ribeye steak uh, with all the fat uh, especially if it's free range and if you're not doing that yet then figure out a way to do that you can you can get free range beef and free range chicken and I always recommend that but when you're starting off it's hard to find but it, those if are, they
2: don't want to use the red meat they can have a large portion of fish sure uh, a fatty fish uh, a salmon mm-hmm. uh, good good sourced fish wild right. And it, you'll find that they'd be very satisfied.
1: Okay, right. good discussion. And you still got plenty of time to join us here, 877-956-9566. If you have a question for your host, Ray Solano, and for our special guest, Dr. Lane Sebring. And, again, our website is healthychoicesxm.com. You'll find information about our guests, about the program, a lot of the things that we talk about at Healthy Choices XM. Dot com, 877-956-9566. as we're waiting for that caller to come up on the board anything else for breakfast lunch or dinner guys that would be some good suggestions beyond what we said so far
2: well I think it's 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 important that if they did have any fruit because some people they say they 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 have to have this uh, fruit maybe Doctor Sebring you can tell our listeners maybe the portion size or something is right. safe to be able to use so they don't really get out of that ketogenic uh, state for a very long period of
3: time. Well, and also uh, you really need to try to stay in ketosis when you're trying to get uh, become more keto-adapted and get into ketosis. So uh, you, you have as little as you can and then uh, or have have what you feel like you want to have and then the next day you probably will need less and less what's interesting and very helpful with this diet is the fact that your desire for those carbohydrates drops off quite dramatically as you move along through the diet it is more limiting i will tell you that but it uh, you can okay, have you all those other things you just don't have as in the uh, amounts that you, you had before you'll get satisfaction
1: right 877 877- and let's get back to the phones. Uh, Kim is joining us from the great Midwest. Hi, Kim, you're on Healthy Choices XM.
5: Hi, thank you for taking my call. My question is, I was doing a ketogenic diet, and then I I lost my gallbladder, and I'm wondering how this Mm. will work now that I don't have a gallbladder.
3: Yeah, that's a beautiful question, and I'm I'm so happy to be able to help you with this. Basically, what you're going to need is to uh, get you, a, you need a supplement, uh, a good uh, digestive enzyme supplement that has your digestive enzymes in it. It needs to have lipase in it, which digests fat, but it'll also have proteases that digest protein and carbohydrates that digest carbs, but you also need uh, to have that uh, contain some ox bile which is a supplement uh, of what the b- gallbladder supplies because okay. the problem without a gallbladder is it's not stored up waiting to be released uh, Your your bile which helps to emulsify fats okay so that's required to digest those fats it has to be emulsified by this bile yours is not stored up anymore it just constantly is being dribbled into the intestinal tract and that's not really uh, the optimal way to do that because here you eat a big fatty meal and it doesn't get digested. And that's not a nice thing to have happen because it can cause a diarrhea. Um, and so the, what you, uh, but they have some really good supplements that have ox bile in it. And that's what I would encourage you to do along with the lipase. Right? You okay. have any other suggestions? Well, I think that's
2: important to make sure if people are getting a gallbladder surgery mm. is they really look at some of the choices and realize that if they do take a gallbladder out, it changes the
3: way you're going to be able to eat for forever. Right, Dr. Sebring? Well, it does. Uh, most people can modify that and, and do just fine without it. It's not ideal, but hey, you know, it is what it is. So, uh, and there's so many other, we're really over-engineered. So we can we can deal with, with uh, m- missing a few parts and still
1: do pretty well. Kim, thank you so much for your call. Ray, I know before we wrap up today, I want to make sure we give uh, Dr. Sebring an opportunity to put a little contact information out there if any of our listeners would like to follow up after the program.
2: Exactly. Dr. Sebring, you know, your clinic is very it's nationally known now and people are flying in from all over the country. To be able to understand your philosophy for reversing many chronic diseases. If you could give us your, your contact information and also maybe uh, anything to make it an invitation for the listeners
3: to be able to come in and get an evaluation from your clinic. Yeah, thank you. I'm, uh, I'm on the web at sebringclinic.com, S E B R I N G, clinic, C L I N I C. Sebringclinic.com is the website. Uh, people can peruse that and see if we're a good match. And uh, the other is, my phone number is 512-847-5618. 512-847-5618.
2: And you also have some healthy ketogenic drinks that you're going to uh, they right. coming out with. And we'll put <clears throat> it on our website, HealthyChoicesXM.com, and also your website, Right. For more information of things that are uh, that are approved and that, that
3: are safe.
1: Yeah, because you right. said, doctor, I think that there were some cookbooks maybe that you wanted to make our listeners aware of. And I guess that information would be on the websites, right? Right.
3: Well, the only one I have right now is when uh, I'm writing the foreword for it. It's uh, Shoot for Healthy. And it's uh, it's pretty impressive. The, uh, the author, uh, Pat Cashin, she graduated from Cordon Bleu with a 4.0. And that was after she was a paleo fan. That's why she
1: went there. I see. So a, she's an amazing cook, and and so somebody then that recognized the benefits of the paleo diet, but understood that uh, these right. ketones added to the paleo diet, right. big benefits there as well. Right. Exactly. Ray, any final thoughts from you today? Well,
2: next week we're going to have Doctor Gazagolia from. The uh, Progressive Medical Centers in, in Atlanta will be able to join us on another very interesting topic. So check out our website for next week's show.
1: And that website is HealthyChoicesXM.com. Thanks for being with us today on Healthy Choices XM.